Hey people, it's episode 372 of Good Luck High Five! That's right! You're listening to a podcast that's for you if you play Magic the Gathering. Whether you're sitting at home, jamming some arena, or you know you're just hanging out at your local game store, your kitchen table, wherever you're playing it, we're here for you. I'm one of your hosts, Maria. I'm another one of your hosts, Megan. And on today's show, we are going to talk about standard tier fun. That's right. Are you tired of winning? (laughs) (laughs) Are you sick of always just getting that gold, those gems and those trophies? Boy, do we have, do we have some decks for you? (laughs) We're obviously being a little bit facetious here. We're going to talk about decks that are more focused on having a great time while you're playing standard, doing really fun or cool or weird interactions. Yes. Rather than just gunning for like, what is the best deck in this format right now? I personally will raise my hand and say that I am sick and tired of all the top tier standard decks. Yeah. Which is about right because Ikoria spoilers start at the end of this month. Oh, dang. So like, we're like, we've been ready, standard for a while. You're ready for for them to shake that mess up. Tick tock, tick tock. And oh, so, yeah. you know, I've been playing some standard as I'm laddering back up on arena mm-hmm. and I just refuse. I flat out refuse to play any tier one deck. <laughs> I won't do it. There you go. Um, but what is great about magic is that there's so many opportunities to play decks that aren't tier one that kind of, I think even a lot of times better embody the spirit of the game in my opinion. Yeah, absolutely. So, and also a lot of them don't use as many rare or wild card yeah, spots. That's right. So if you're looking for a deck to craft that isn't going to use all of those wild cards all at once, then maybe some of these are for you. Before we get started in our show today, a special announcement. Yeah. If you haven't heard the word on the street or the word in your podcast app. Uh, or out of your cat's mouth. <laughs> oh, yes. Very good. Good Luck High Five is in the middle of Patreon Pledge Drive Month. That's right. Guitar solo. <laughs> Thank you so much to everyone who has already become a new patron in the month of March. It comes with 10 times our usual allotment of thank yous. That is scientifically proven. Scientifically proven by weight and measurement. Yep. Volume as well. Yes. And volume. Mass. <laughs> Uh, and uh, General Chonk. Kinetic Force. General Chonk reporting for duty. (laughs) But also, this month only, we have the very special, very limited reward of an enamel pin. Yeah, they're beautiful rainbow GLH5 pins. They're absolutely gorgeous. And you get one if you donate and become a new patron at Squirrel Level, which is five bucks a month, Mm -hmm. or increase your pledge by $5 during the month of March. Those are the parameters. And you equal free pin. That's right. Also, so we have our Good Luck High Five voicemail line open oh, so during great. the month of March. The, the lines are open. The operators yes. are standing by. So the number is 612-DORP-601. Please That's give us a 612-D-O-R-P-601. call. 612-D-O-R-P-601. Uh, come be a dorp with us. Yeah, it's a Google voice number. So just call in. It's going to go straight to voicemail. And you can leave us a voicemail about why you like our show, why you listen, why you're a patron, this kind of thing to help other people be like, oh, maybe this is why I should support the show or if you just want to talk to us about you know like anything in your life somebody called us this week to tell us that they're taking socks out of their dryer at one in the morning that was great and i'm like hey yeah good to know we like, want to know that we're there for you if you're doing laundry yep you know no matter what chore you are up to um we're gonna we're gonna play a voicemail that we got yeah let's listen here we go hi good look high fivers uh this is a nice planeswalker Calling today, and in the spirit of Patreon Pledge Drive Month, uh, I wanted to point this voicemail at the community. Yes. I think more of us should be supporting Good Luck High Five on Patreon for a really specific reason. Communities need people who make good, happy, fun things simply because they love to do it. And that's what Maria and Megan do every single week. Magic the Gathering needs people like Maria and Megan. It needs things like good luck high five. It shows something really important to kind of the world at large. So my encouragement to us as a community, if you love the show and you're not already participating in the Patreon, do that. And I want to get really specific. Ryan. I don't know what Ryan I'm talking to, but I'm talking to a Ryan. Ryan. You need to join at squirrel level. I think you should go do that right now. Maria, Megan, thank you so much for everything you do for our community, for the joy that you bring to so many of our lives. We love you. We so appreciate you. Thanks very much. 
Oh, what that's a great so cute. message. Thank you so yes. much, Pl- nice planeswalker. What a nice planeswalker. And you you heard them, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Ryan. I want to see at least two different Ryans. Two Ryans. <laughs> become patrons this month by yes. our next episode or I'm going to riot. <laughs> also, I want to point out things like, hi, good luck, high fivers. And the, the transcription on this says, hi, Google fiber. <laughs> well, you know, you always hear what you want to hear, right, Google yeah, voice? <laughs> exactly. Google is like, oh, they're talking. Oh, they're talking about me. Oh, Google Fiber. (laughs) What's kind of neat is I want to set a secondary goal within this to hit uh, 600 uh, patrons um, by hopefully the end of this drive and hopefully over that. We're very close right now. Yeah. So help us get to that point. 600. uh, I think we need like nine more new people, including two people named Ryan um, before that time. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jump on in, everybody. Have a great time with us. Yes. Thanks as well to our uh, other sponsor, Card Kingdom, for being a fantastic sponsor of this show. You can check out their website at cardkingdom.com slash GLHF and say good luck, have fun. Or sorry, good luck, high five. Wait, what? Good luck, have sticker or good luck, have token. There we go. We're here. We got it. Those are the words you have to say out of your mouth hole. When you're ordering anything from them, you can like pre-order a choreo over there right now. If you're getting excited for that, like hello. Big big old monsters. Or if you're like, I need to teach some friends how to play. Mm -hmm. They've got great rookie decks that are a single color, really easy cards to understand. Yeah. And you can teach your friends with that, which I think is really cool. Battle decks, which you can play against each other. Yeah. Really all sorts of great stuff over there. So head on over to Card Kingdom. All right, Maria, do you want to start with the tier fun or do you want to start with the ran- a couple of random questions that we got? Oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> let's put random questions at the back of the okay. segment. All right. That's your teaser, everybody. There you go. You're going to get some random questions that people asked us. So yeah, tier fun decks. Um, so what we're going to talk about are decks that, you know, are not currently out there winning Grand Prix or PTQs yeah. or, you know, getting you all the way to Mythic. But they're out there doing the good gosh darn work. They are. Of letting people have a blast playing magic. Absolutely. Absolutely. I love these decks. Yes. They're also, they're all synerg- like they're synergistic. They have a plan. They use like maybe some cool archetypes. Like if you're like, where's my knights deck? Yeah. The answer is it's out there. It's out there. You can play it if you're all in on them knights. And the thing is too, it depends where you are on the ladder as well. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it doesn't matter. I'm going to talk about one of these decks that you can play in mythic and have a winning record. Ooh. I mean, they're not all just like pure jank, jank yeah. Uh <laughs> You will win with them, especially if you're in the lower tiers of the ladder. Um, and then once you get up to a certain point, I think people start playing random stuff again. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they, they're not, we're not saying that these are bad. They're just not, I guess, probably as consistent consistent as tier yeah. one decks are You're and maybe not going to have quite as high of a win percentage right. with them exactly so so first up we have karst enchantment yeah so this is a deck that uh frank karsten made after he hit mythic yeah and he was like i want to have some fun mm-hmm. he says he went 12 and 8 with it before the season ended which so here's the winning record i was talking about yeah and i put this uh first because i'm very selfish and i wanted to talk about enchantments of course you did well think about it theros is an enchantment set right yeah that it's all about enchantments yeah. and we don't have an enchantment deck that's tier one and standard wow you're so hurt you're i so am. personally hurt i was like oh finally here comes theros beyond death we're gonna have this deck in standard turns out no it's not good enough apparently i'm sorry salty but here's an abzan enchantments deck that you can play yes i love this deck it's really really cool thank you frank karsten basically we're playing all the enchantments that are worth their weight and salt wait what is it worth their weight in gold gold sure worth their weight in salt <laughs> to be fair there was a time when salt was very valuable yeah, i think during the time of theros if i'm yeah, not mistaken sure. olympians would win blocks of salt great so, sure it's all coming together uh but speaking of gold all that glitters is a card that's in this deck yeah. um which uh, is very important because you're playing with a ton of enchantments. You've mm-hmm. got tiny little enchantment creatures like Elseid of Life's Bounty and Hateful Eidolon, which are there to draw you cards and protect your other creatures, Boggle style. Yeah, you've got removal or sometimes like maybe Just you're putting off yeah. yeah, like a buff, Amogus's favor. Absolutely. Aphemia the Cacophony, my favorite card in standard, mm-hmm. is in this deck. So she's got to be in here making little zombies from your graveyard if you're 
if you're plopping enchantments into there. Uh, Bronzehide Lion is here because it can become indestructible and in itself uh, becomes an aura after death as long yeah. as you have another creature on the battlefield. Obviously, Satessan Champion is in here. I mean, draw Hallmark. all them cards. Absolutely. Yes. Draw a billion cards of this deck. It's very, very fun. Archon of Sun's Grace, another way to help you go wide while you're playing enchantments, give you life. Get your little Pegasi. Yeah, out and there. Mantle of the Wolf is my favorite <laughs> inclusion by Mr. Frank Carson. This here. is a very spicy inclusion. It's a very spicy because it costs four mana, which is yes. the the top of the curve in this deck. Yes. Uh, and it gives your creature plus four, plus four, everybody. Yeah. And uh whenever Mantle of the Wolf goes to the graveyard from the battlefield, uh it makes two 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 wolves. Which is so great. Yeah. I can't tell you that as long as I feel like I stick a mantle of the wolf, I'm like, you going to try and win this game? Because <laughs> it's probably not going to yeah. work. Look at this. Look at this big old enchantment. That's how great I feel about playing mantle of the wolf yeah, on my creatures. I hear you. And I played a bunch of similar enchantment decks throughout the history of Theros, just trying to find the sweet spot of mm -hmm. the best enchantment deck that exists. I don't know what it is, but this one is so fun. Yeah. It's got Banishing Light for removal as well, which is another enchantment. Mm -hmm. I love this deck. Yeah. And so Frank Carson said that he went 12 and 8 with yep. this. So again, like a winning record. Yeah. Not like super high win rate, but you're going to be on the, you're going to be on the up and up. Absolutely. And while I'm re-laddering myself, which is a word I'd never thought I would say. Yeah. Uh, re-ladder yourself. <laughs> I will play this deck because it's exactly my play style. It's super fun. And um, yeah, not too bad either. Yeah. If you're having a good time playing it, that's what matters. Okay. So I'm very excited about this next. Step. I feel like this one is for you, Megan. I looked at this list and I was like, this is where <laughs> I want to be. <laughs> and I think this deck's really good too. This yeah. one is like not tier one, but it's probably, it might be tier two. All right. It's blue, white, blink. Um, so it has obviously Thassa Deep Dwelling is the biggest you know, piece of this engine um, because Thassa says at the beginning of your end step, exile up to one other target creature you control, then return that card to the battlefield under your control. So that's the blink. Yes. So you're blinking a bunch of awesome things that have uh, abilities. Most importantly, agent of treachery. <laughs> If you get up to seven mana Gross. and you cast this with a Thassa and play, like, you're just you're, living the dream. There is no way you don't win that game. Um, because Agent of Treachery, when it enters the battlefield, you gain control of target permanent. So you can just, you just, just taking, take whatever you want. You're just taking your opponent's things. I think I was waiting for a deck with Thassa in it to exist. Yes. And I think this is, like, one... Uh, version of that deck that's yep. coming to exist and that's pretty good. It has a whole bunch of other um, enter the battlefield creatures so it has uh, Charming Prince oh, yeah. which when it enters the battlefield you can either scry two, gain three life or exile another target creature you own and return it so you can so do it again. something else. Oh double blink! <laughs> um, there's Elite Guard Mage which we haven't seen in a little while but this is uh, the 2-3 flyer for two white blue. When it enters the battlefield you gain three life and draw a card. Great. And then three Fibblethup <laughs> the lost which when it enters the battlefield uh, you draw a card so you can just you can just be drawing cards all over the place and if you think some of these rares are too rich for your blood when crafting things keep in mind there are commons that you can play that do the same thing yeah. like essentially they won't be necessarily as cheap like Fibblethip is what I'm thinking of uh, Cloudkin Seer for example yeah it's a little two one that when it enters the battlefield you draw a card you could replace it with that do you know what why not yeah just just there do you it go. there you go <laughs> Perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, so I'm I'm definitely going to try this. This is very much up my alley. So somebody who popularized this deck is Martin Yuza, and he said he was playing this in the Mythic tier of Arena and was having a lot of success with it. So all right. kind of flying under the radar, but doing pretty well from maybe, all reports. Maybe it's something that's out there. Oh, this was of somebody on Twitter. I don't know if he actually tweeted us. Oh, he us. tweeted at us. He I did. Okay. It, yeah. The next deck we're going to talk about is Mardu Knights, which is a deck I have been kind of looking for for a while. We had a few cards that seemed to be pointing towards a knight sub-theme that Wizards wanted to develop, but it just kind of like never actually got over the hump of being a viable standard deck. Um, so let's take a look at a deck. This is listener submitted. Thank you yes. so much. Thank you to Jake Bentley Ross. For his Mardu Knights deck. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously 
Knights. Yeah, is you got the name have of the game. Put the knights in your deck. Uh, Knight win. of the Ebon Legion. Let me tell you, this is a real problem. Like when people play this on turn one, sometimes it's like, oh, oh I, I, need, I lose. I need an answer. <laughs> like we need to do something about this right now. Is Knight of the Ebon Legion the best knight ever printed? No, it can't be. Really? I, I think don't it know. even might be. Wow. One Maria's- mana is powerful. Yeah, making some spicy claims over here. All right. I'm going to look up other knights. Look up other knights because I don't want to like make this claim with no nothing to back it up. But I yeah. mean, like, in my lifetime as a magic player, has there been a better knight? I guess maybe Thalia. Is she a knight? Uh, or she's, she's a human. Yeah. Um, okay. We're going to look up creature type knight here on Scryfall. That's all that we're searching with. Search with these options. Creature type knight. <laughs> <laughs> all right okay wow there is some great art from past nights yeah i've gotta say let's see i mean i'm not seeing i mean there was ariel knight of wind grace she was four mana but yeah she was a she very was, powerful knight she's a, a limited bomb for sure yes you know yeah i guess she, she did not have quite the um constructed punch of Knight of the Ebon I Legion. suppose you could give a, a vote to Banalish Marshall. Yeah. A card from Standard recently in Dominaria. Th- the mono really, white deck. That's a key knight. A key knight. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, our internet is taking a poo. <laughs> Do you think it's weird that British people call it a poo? I was thinking about this the other day. Megan can't even with this question. I don't know. I, I, cause I personally hate it and I love almost everything a British person has ever said, you, but you don't like the phrase. I don't like, I don't like how they call it poo instead of poop. That's all I'm saying. It sounds very infantile. Like, um, I had a poo. <laughs> I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. Do you have a preference? No, I don't. I can't say that I do. If you have a preference, please tweet at us with the hashtag poop, not poo. Um, oh, why? Or the other way around. Um, and if you're British, like, tell me why you just can't put the other P on the end of there and sound like an adult. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so anyways. If also, we want to know about your favorite, like the best night of all time. Yeah. Since our internet what, well, yeah, like, what do you think? Um, this deck obviously also has three Ember Cleave. Yeah, that makes sense. And three Shadow Spear. Wow. Spicy. Okay, so this person really doesn't like Dream Trawler. Yeah. <laughs> you know They're what? like, do you know we what? We get it. Mm-mm. Absolutely. <laughs> or yeah. I get it anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I think Mardu Knights is a super cool list, um, which has been tried like a bunch of different times in standard. So mm-hmm. there's not only one that you can look for. A lot of people have tried uh, to build the Knights deck to various degrees of success. And some people like only like Rakdos colors. Some people yeah. like Mardu, et cetera, I et mean, like, I don't know. With the current Jeskai Fires list, you have to at least entertain that Cavalier of Flame oh, is Cavalier one of the best Knights ever printed. That's a very good night. It's like it's so good. You get Forgot to like that was draw a, a bunch of cards. It, you can give everything haste. I'm sure I'm missing like hits, some historic yeah. night that's really important. It like hits your opponent on its way out the door. Um, Cavalier of Flame. Real good night. Great night. It's great true. night. How many <laughs> nights do you think are in magic? Um, wow. I don't know. Probably oh, a lot. 325. Oh, okay. Is the answer. <laughs> How many Just cards saying. do you think? 325. Oh, oh, snap. Oh, there was Dauntless Bodyguard. Remember that night? In Mono White once again. Yeah, that's a very good night. That was a great night. Really, you know, excellent, very important kind of night. These are like, um, there's a lot of standard, current standard nights. Yeah, there Fervent are. Fervent Champion is a knight from the Mono Red deck. Yeah, that's very true. And it's also in this list that we're looking at right now. Okay. Four copies of Fervent Champion. That makes sense. So pretty, pretty good. You know, oh, Hero of Blade Held. Blade Hold. Very good night. That's a very good it's a night. Really excellent night. But is it better than Night of the Ebon Legion? I mean, I think so. Probably. Like you could put this in a cube and you yeah, you're right. You're right. I don't you're know. Right, you're right. I don't know how nuts people are going for putting like Night of the Ebon Legion in their cube. Yeah. You everybody, if you listen to the up the upkeep this week, you know that um, cube is coming to Arena. Yeah. Sealed, sealed cube. cube we don't talk about news so much on this show anymore since we started a second podcast yeah but i'm really excited to play cube sealed yeah which is bizarre i've never played cube sealed before but 
Kind of seems pretty neat. Yeah. So I think that we can say, like, Night of the Ebon Legion is an excellent night. It's up there. But I don't know that it is the best night of all time. Please, like that is- please tell me what I'm forgetting, everybody. I'm, I'm sure I'm forgetting yeah. something. Um, anyways. Anyway, so Mardu Nights. Mardu Nights. It is out Great there. Um, so there are some gruel decks. Yeah. Let's talk about... A deck that is there for the uh, fans of the Red Green Beatdown. Yeah, if you like to smash, we got some options for you. Yeah. So um, this deck that I pulled up here is from MTG Goldfish um, from Safford Olive himself, Gruel Sneak Attack. Yes. <laughs> which is using the big pig Ilhar the Raise Boar Ugh. to sneak creatures into play. Ye old big pig. I love this pig. Yes. Uh, so Ilharg, uh, whenever. Ilharg attacks. You may put a creature card from your hand onto the battlefield, tapped and attacking. Sick. And then you return that creature to your hand at the beginning of the next end step. Um, and Ilharg is a boar god. <laughs> so. Not a boring god, you know, but a boar god. Look, I've met a couple of boar gods <laughs> in my time. Am I right? I mean, once you have so many like you have on Theros, a few of them are bound to be kind of boring. Exactly. For um, real. But anyway, so when it, it dies or is put into exile, you can put it into its owner's library a third from the top. So that's also Yeah, nice this little. pig had like a hot second in standard. Yeah. Like a literal second. So let's give <laughs> the pig its due. Yeah. Um, and so the things that you can be putting into play, there's Dracoseth Maw of Flames. I love it. Uh, which Slap is... Slap you for seven. Yes. A giant seven mana, seven, seven dragon. Great. And whenever it attacks, it deals four damage to any target and three damage to each of up to two other targets. <laughs> so just a real, real monster. And then there's Terror of Mount Velas also, which is a seven mana, five, five flying double strike. Oh, sick. When it enters the battlefield, creatures you control gain double strike. Oh my God, there. you're dead. So you're just trying to like one shot them. one shot them with yeah. that. Uh, really cool. So pretty, pretty wild. This is the ultimate smashers deck right here. Yeah. Um, ooh, it also has, it plays <laughs> one copy of Iron Crag Feet, which is of one course. red, red, red. Add seven red mana. You can cast only one more spell this turn. Okay, sure. Um, a Shared Summons, which is three green, green. This is from M20. It's an instant. Search your library for up to two creature cards with different names. Reveal them. Put them into your hand, then shuffle your library. This is just spicy. I love all it. Get out. I love it. Oh. Spice level midnight. <laughs> It plays Rhythm of the Wild. Creature spells you control can't be countered. Non-token creatures you control have riot. So you can give that pig haste. Hasty pig. Haste that pig in. And then some like ramp cards like Incubation Druid and Paradise Druid. What a spicy. I'm into it. What a spicy little brew this is. I feel like you will kill a lot of people out of nowhere with this list. Out of nowhere. I'm into it. And then there's another gruel list that we wanted to highlight once again from Saffron Olive. This one is called Galia's Discard Party. So Galia is such a cool card. Yes, the Galia of the Endless Dance. And she's just constantly reveling, you know what I mean? Yes. She's a 2-2 haster for red and a green. Other satyrs get plus one plus one and have haste, which is a tiny bit relevant in this deck. And whenever you attack with three or more creatures, if you may discard a card if you do draw a card. Discard draw, a card at random. At random, draw two cards oh love it so keep the party rolling galia this does have some other satyrs yeah Uh, careless celebrant one in a red when careless celebrant dies it deals two damage to target creature or planeswalker and opponent controls yeah Uh, that's a two one so yeah these are uh this one's a, a weird deck, but all it right. Is, it is very weird. It wants you to discard cards. So it's got cards that care about um, discard or like uh, help you out after they've been discarded or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and <laughs> basically just finding your, your way to more value essentially yeah. with this deck. Oh, spicy. I really, I, I like it. I enjoy this. Yeah. So that's another uh, great option. Yeah. If you're looking, for green, red. you know, if you're looking for a, a weird gruel deck to party on with. Party on, Gruel. Party yeah. on. Uh, there's also a Rakdos discard deck. Okay, so this deck is a deck I found that I, when I played against it a couple of times on Arena. Yeah. And when I did, I was like, oh, haha, this is cute. And then I proceeded to be absolutely destroyed by it. <laughs> so this is making your opponent discard um, with four copies of Burglar Rat. Oh, Burglar, Burglar Rat. Rat. Oh, Burglar I love Rat. It. Um, and then it has one of the Titans we haven't seen as much. Yes. Um, Croxa. Croxa? Croxa? I don't know. Titan of Death's Hunger. That's so creepy. Um, this is black red for a 6-6. Six, six. Uh, but when Cro- Croxa 
enters the battlefield, sacrifice it unless it escaped. Whenever Kroxa enters the battlefield or attacks, each opponent discards a card. Then each opponent who didn't discard a card, a non-land card this way loses three life. Yeah. So you got to discard else you're going to get hit yeah. from Kroxa. Yeah. Smash. And you can like discard a land, but you're going to get hit by it. And this deck is is really good at not only making you discard, but filling its own graveyard to escape Kroxa as soon as possible. Like making your opponent discard. Yes. Yeah. And then having cards like like Woe Strider or whatever to scry, you know, what you need to the top of your library, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, you can kill your own things with Woe Strider. Yeah. Um, it fill- also has um, Plague Crafter to yep. like make you sacrifice and your opponent sacrifice. Right. So you put stuff into your yard. You put They put stuff into their yard. You're able to escape Kroxa more quickly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tiramath Calls the Dead helps you do that too by filling up your own graveyard. Mm-hmm. And then it plays card like Nightmare Shepherd, which yeah. is that 4-4 flyer that when a non-token creature you control dies, you make a 1-1 copy of it. Yeah. Which also it does with Kroxa. So, by the way, think about that happening to you. So you like Kroxa, you sacrifice it, but then it comes back. It come back. It come back. And then it hits them for three again, makes them discard again. Yeah. Um, And then obviously Gary's here. Yeah, Gary. Gray Merchant of Asphodel. If you're playing black and standard these days, chances are you're playing some Gary's. Yeah. So this deck's really mean. Yes. So if you really like to be cruel (laughs) to your opponents, uh, you know, get get this out there. I have come across this deck a few times now, Mm -hmm. and every time I'm just like, no, (laughs) why? (laughs) What cruelty is this? But it is cool, right? Because like, uh, you know. It's doing exactly the thing that Rakdos wants to do, hurting itself and hurting you. (laughs) They just like pain. It will hurt you at any cost. At any cost. There you go. Yeah. Uh, So this is a Sultai mid-range deck. Yeah. Thank you once again. A a Twitter suggestion here uh, from somebody that now this deck I have also come across on Arena. Yeah. And I think it is pretty good. Yeah. That's what you were saying. Yeah. So the card in here that I like the most of his is Atrus or Oracle of Half Truth. Oh yeah. So this is the two blue and a black for a three two menace. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, target opponent looks at the top three cards of your library and separates them into a face down pile and a face up pile. Put one pile into your hand and the other into your graveyard. I love it. Same mind games. Oh, great. I even love playing against this card because it's so fun for me because yes. I'm like, ooh, which pile am I going to show them? Yes. Which How do you divide them? How do you show them? Oh, so good. And it's like, there is almost no satisfaction other than casting this card, which is straight up better. But when dealing with this card, when they pick the wrong pile, because you put it in such a way as to entice them to pick the wrong pile. Ooh, nice. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Um, it's also playing, of course, if you're playing Sultai, you're playing Hydroid Crassus. Yep. But it's also got one copy of Pelucranos Unchained. Nice. Uh, which I love. And of course, for Uro, Titan of Nature's Wrath. Yeah, so I think this deck is pretty competitive. It's playing heavy hitters like Krasis and Uro yeah. and that kind of Ooh, thing. Casualties of War. Casualties, three copies of Nissa who shakes the world. But yeah. it, is, uh, it still isn't tier one. Yeah. You don't see this happen, uh, you know, at the top of the list of events. Yeah, you've got some fun things like Atris in yeah, there. Yeah, I love that Atris. Are mixing it up. I think it's so letting cool. you Letting you do some stuff a little bit out of the ordinary. So thank you, Amy, for that deck. Uh, then we have a, a standard affinity. So <laughs> what on earth? I love this deck so much. I played it a, like earlier back on in standard and I didn't want anyone to forget about it. It still <laughs> exists and it's still so fun. Yeah. So this has, um, I mean, friends like Ginger Brute. Got all the artifacts. Yep. Inquisitive Puppet. Do you know what? It's... <laughs> Call, call me surprised. Play, what? I don't know. You don't want to play this O2 for one mana? That this is in standard? <laughs> you know. Um, Lockthwain Gargoyle? Yep. Get in the deck. Corridor Monitor? Absolutely. Um, what a what a list of heavy hitters. If by heavy hitters, <laughs> I mean heavy, you Stinkers. know, waters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> mine was the PG version. Yes. I didn't say mine. No, no, no. 
Uh, but Steel Overseer is like one of the reasons to play this deck. <laughs> Obviously, this is a card from Affinity and Modern. Rest in peace. Yes. Uh, Mox Opal is dead. Um, but Steel Overseer puts plus yeah. one plus one counters on all of your artifacts. Then you have four copies of Emery Lurker of the Lock. Great. Um, which can get you artifacts back. And then four copies of Arcanist's Owl. I love this it. is a four mana three three flying. When it enters the battlefield, look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal an artifact or enchantment card from among them and put it into your hand. And four copies of All That Glitters once yeah. again, making an appearance here in our janky decks. Um, <laughs> and four copies of Mystic Forge. <laughs> when I played you know? this deck, I never really did anything with Mystic Forge, so I don't know. I mean, you can cast the top card of your library if it's an artifact. That's so true, which is almost every card. Yeah. Or unless it's a land and not all that glitters. Yeah. Like, but come on. Spicy. Stone Coil Serpent is, is also de is deceptively good. Yeah, I believe that. Um, reach Trample Protection from Multicolored. Yeah. And it scales with however much mana you got. Yeah. So, all right. Spicy. Standard Affinity. You can't play it in Modern anymore. I guess you can. But uh, now you can play it in Standard, yeah, too. Yeah, you can. This Ooh. is a weird one, Megan. Bant Rampage. So it's built around Rampage of the Clans. Who remembers this card? Not me. Nobody. Literally not me. This was Loading Ready Run's preview card, I want to say. And yeah. like they were mad because it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> but this is, the deck is built around this. Okay. Uh, three and a green. Destroy all artifacts and enchantments. For each permanent destroyed this way, its controller creates a 3-3 three, three green centaur creature token. Yeah. So what you're doing is you're keeping the way clear for yourself. Um, like there's Realm Cloaked Giant in this list as a board wipe. Um, and there's enchantments that don't mind if they get killed, like Wolf Willow Haven, mm -hmm. which turns into wolves um, <laughs> after you sacrifice it. Yeah. Um, oh, there's stuff like Guild, Guild Summit. Summit. So you're drawing cards. And then you have a lot of sagas. Um, the first Aroan Games, Elspeth Conquers Death, even Cure Best the Sea God. Bertha Miletus. Yeah. So you are, you're destroying all of, like, you want to destroy all of your own enchantments <laughs> and make three threes. <laughs> you're clogging the board with, like, some weird, maybe sometimes kind of useless enchantments. Like, yeah. why do you have this Wolf Willow Haven? <laughs> why is it here? I don't know. Guild Summit, like, you have some guild gates, so, like, you're going to draw some cards, but also it's there to get destroyed by Rampage. Make you a 3-3 three, three centaur. This has got to be the worst on the list so far, but, like... You just get wrecked by a sweeper because you, like, <laughs> destroy all your own things, make a bunch of centaurs, and, and your opponent like, is, like, clear. destroy all your centaurs. Don't care. Your centaurs are dead. Okay. But do you know what? But if they don't... If you want to do something deeply silly here this you go. is the deck this is the deck for you Bant rampage using the card that everyone said was garbage to rampage make something a little less garbage a little less gar i mean it's like what it wants to be it's a weird combo absolutely and that's what it is yeah all right we've got one more tier fun deck for you here built around obnixilis yeah um and killing your opponent through triggers of damage as opposed to attacking their face. Yeah, so this is three... Omnixilis the Hate Twisted was three black black. Uh, whenever an opponent draws a card, Omnixilis the Hate Twisted deals one damage to that player. <laughs> so... You're going to make them draw cards uh, through specifically emergency powers. Five white blue. Each player shuffles their hand and graveyard into their library, then draws seven cards. Exile emergency powers. Great. So you want to like, you're trying to seven them. I with love that. it. Then um, they have, there's also folio of fancies. Each player draws X cards. You can use it for that. What a weird, dumb delight. It's just like, <laughs> it's just like a bizarre way to, to win the yeah. game, which I think is pretty cool too. Yeah. It's very silly, which yeah. I appreciate. 100%. Yeah. Uh, Underworld Dreams is important in this deck as well, we should point out. Yes. Which is that black, black, black enchantment. Oh, that's right. Yes. Whenever an opponent draws a card, Underworld Dreams deals one damage. Yeah. So, so you're trying to double up on that Obnixilis if you effect. Can, if you get them both down at the same time. You can 14 <laughs> your opponent with emergency powers. Sure. And if you do that, please send us a screenshot please. because that is We want to see it. We want to see it in action. 
Oh, I love it. Yeah, that's so that's a pretty good uh, fun deck. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to put a link to somewhere to find all of these decks um, in our show notes or yeah. underneath our YouTube video. You can you can play all these. Speaking of YouTube, I want to point out, hey, did you all know our episodes are on YouTube in video version? Yeah, that's right. Every single week. Both the upkeep and good luck high five are posted on YouTube with video visuals. So if you're like, I wish I could see the deck list as you're talking yeah. about them or which cards you're referring to. Guess what? They happen. You can see them. You can go there and see them. It's youtube.com slash good luck high five. Mm-hmm. And you can uh, please hit the little notification bell, by the way, when you're there to get notifications about our videos. YouTube, I think, is like really not serving um, good luck high five videos to viewers for whatever reason. I don't understand the algorithm. I don't understand it. If you do, no one ever does. Let me know. But, um, but yeah, I think more recently they're getting even a little bit more strict with not notifying subscribers. So if you go and hit the bell, they will, there's a greater chance you'll know when our videos are posted. Yes. That's just a little tip. But also every Monday and Thursday. Yeah. Every Monday, Thursday, Monday's the upkeep. Monday, Thursday. Thursday's good luck high five. Yeah. Party it's really on. cool party on you can see our faces yeah and my hair oh yeah everybody megan has new hair again i have new hair again the only way that you can keep up to date on what does my hair look like right now is that is true youtube and you have a new tattoo and i have a new tattoo there's some sweet new ink going on over here everybody spring everyone time for new hair and new ink shake it up So we asked for some uh, show topics for this week and feel free to tweet at uh, us with other ones if you've got something in mind you want to hear for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, the tier fun standard decks came from Amy yeah, on thank Twitter. You. So thank you, Amy. Um, but we also got some cool questions coming along with this. Yeah. So this question comes from Eric, who we happen to know. Yes. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening, What's Eric. Up, Eric? Uh, also, look at that. He got like he got his Twitter handle. Like he must have been an early adopter. Oh yeah, on it's just his name. It's just his name. <laughs> You're right. I never realized Dang. that. Holy cow! That's like you can tell I was an Instagram early adopter because it's just my name. Yeah. Anyways. Nice. And then I didn't use it for like seven years. I think I'm the only one in the world with my name. So if I I don't have any fears about that. Yeah. But you never Anyways. know. Anyways. Anyway. Uh, his question is: Which god wins in a one-on-one fist fight? Great question. Wow. Great question. I feel. I think like I know the answer. Perforos. I mean, he's got a hammer. I know, but also hammer if, you. Even if they're just like in a fist fight, he's in the forge all day. He's got to be buff. <laughs> what about Heliod, who has legit killed a punk before? Do you know what? I my original gut feeling was Heliod, but then honestly, Heliod had Elspeth do his dirty work. You're right, and Perforos is ripped. Like Perforos is hammering away <laughs> all day. How is he not the most ripped? Yeah, I think you're probably right. I think Perforos is going to get it because Erebos is like of death, but he needs his whip. Exactly. And he's kind of like scrawny and like, I'll take your soul. Yeah, we know that Thassa, as much as I love her, recently got her butt kicked by Kiora. Oh, yeah, that's right. You know, Mm -hmm. Um, so I just feel like Perforos wielding that hammer. You know, yeah, he's got the workout. He's gonna have he's gonna have the guns to get it done. <laughs> the, the guns to get it done. Perforos twenty twenty. Um. Okay. Eric asks mostly because you have a platform, but let's be honest. This is I, another Eric, by the yes, way. Yes, I missed your unqualified medical advice. Oh, thank you. So talk about ways to prevent the spread of colds at large events. Great question. Okay. Excellent. One. You need to be washing, like the biggest thing, people have said this, wash your hands. And I know that everyone is telling you that, but somebody tweeted recently that they were at a magic event and they saw not one, not two, but three gentlemen leave the bathroom without washing their hands. It is, it takes 20 seconds and we'll talk really quick about how to do it. So you want to like, first you rub your palms together and then you want to like interlace your fingers and wash them from the back and then interlace your fingers, wash them from the front. Then like curl your hands around each other into like an S shape. So you're you're washing like the back of the tops of your fingers. Mm. Um, and then take your like the tips of your fingers and you circle them on each palm. That's getting the tips of your fingers. Then get your dang thumb. Get the whole thumbs. thing. Get your thumbs and then get your wrists. Yeah, I think. And then rinse them. You know, people are, you know, of course, worried about this right now. But honestly, the cons all the time. This has been happening at cons as long as cons have been around. Con crud is a 
it's this a, is a phrase. Thing. People know that. Thing. <laughs> like, do this at every magic event, coronavirus or no coronavirus. Exactly. I can't tell you the number of events I got sick after. Yes. Like, it's, oof, it's um, so bad. Also, don't cough onto your hands. Don't sneeze onto your hands. Like, sneeze into your shoulder Vampire or your method. elbow. Yes. Um, or, like, the dab, <laughs> if you want to be more... <laughs> If you want to be like Damn the it. cool kids. <laughs> that is what they call the cool kids sneeze these days, isn't it? Uh, that's how the cool kids oh. sneeze. By dabbing. We're old. Um, so those are yeah. the biggest ones. You don't need to be out there like buying face masks. Um, leave those for like medical professionals who like need them for their jobs right now. Yeah. Um, and people who are immunocompromised who need them. Um, you just need to be washing your hands, coughing and sneezing into your shoulder or your elbow. Um, and, and not going if you're sick. Don't. Yeah. That's one of the biggest things. Don't go if you're sick. That's helping prevent it for other people which is just like a kind thing to do and i mean you're shuffling other people's decks you're shuffling yeah. your own deck you know there's so many opportunities for germs to trade yeah also places. i know everyone talks about how hard it is to not touch your face um i know that i've touched my face already during this episode oh, i'm sure i have yeah. um but it is also the more conscious you are of it the easier that it gets like i definitely even though I've done it recently, I touch my face a lot less now than I used to. I've just, just covered because I'm thoughtful about my it. face in hot coals. So anytime I touch it, I get burned. I mean, there you go. That's another that's, option. That's what you can do. Oh, post game high five or handshake. Yeah. You can change that to a fist bump exactly. or an elbow bump. Yeah. You know, or just like thumbs up. Just like thumbs up. <laughs> just be like, we're not going to touch. Hey, cool. good game. Good game. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not touching people's hands right now. Uh, and don't be mad if someone will like not shake your hand because yeah. they're afraid of germs. <laughs> that's you know, fine. That's nice of them. Yeah. We're not a medical podcast, but we do one. Pl we do play yeah. one out of your cat's mouths. Yes, we do. Um, Anna asks on the topic of International Women's Day and the new Secret Lair product, which cards featuring women would your own version of the Secret Lair include? Wow, great question. What are my favorite magic women? Oh, so such a good question. Um, wow, slippery boggle, obviously. Glade cover <laughs> scout. Oh, like, glade <laughs> cover scout. Yay, we got there. Okay, glade <laughs> cover scout. Maria's gonna for sure. Glade cover scout. Hello. Yeah. Megan, think of your first standard deck. Were there any ladies in there? I was just trying to think of that. Nick's Fleece Ram. <laughs> like, I Ram. love the, like, Narset. Um, You're a big Narset fan. I'm a huge Narset fan. I love Narset. Um, so that's definitely, like, one. Um, I feel like I wish that they had included Alesha. Um, well, on Scryfall here, which we're looking at right now, they d uh, celebrated International Women's Day. They changed the cards at the bottom of their search yeah. page, which is really so neat. They included, and they, yeah, they have, um, ooh. They have braids. Oh, yeah, they that's have braids great. in here. I do think, like, Thalia was a great inclusion. Um, oh, yeah, I probably Thalia classic. Like, oh, or no, she's getting her own. She's not in the International Women's no, Day No, she's one. got her own but, drop. Yeah. Um, I feel like. They have Prime Speaker Vanifar down here on Scryfall. Mm. I really like Prime Speaker Zagana, though. Oh, yeah. Zagana's great. Like, I really great. like Zagana. Um, going back to Cons of Tarkir, uh, I feel like there were so many awesome um, women in Cons. So true. Um, like, Remember the woman with the red hair on the blue card? Someone's going to remember who this is. Ooh, Adelie's the Cinderwind. Oh, We're she's not, great. I'm just talking, like, yeah. Yeah, I did like Adelie's. Um, that was a really fun deck. She was a part of two blue-red wizards. Yeah. Limited deck in Dominaria. Um, um, oh, I feel like Jaya. Jaya's like, a Jaya's favorite, all-time favorite. Just really, yeah. I mean, I'm a personal huge Liliana fan. Yeah. I really like her character and the things that she's gone through and whatever. So, yeah. Big-time Liliana fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I want to have like one of the dragon lords, like dragon lord Dramoka. Dragon lord Atarka. Oh, dragon lord Atarka. There you go. Like, that would be great. Yeah. Like if you have dragon lord Atarka. In the, yes. <laughs> as one of the women for international the women. The dragon were women in cons of Tarkir, remember? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Like. That's I would honestly like it if they were just like, hey, do you know what? She's out there. She's she, leading a dragon she's horde. She's got a dragon <laughs> horde. She's in the secret lair drop. Let's go. I feel like a Tarka would have been like a really nice choice. Oh, for sure. Okay. So if I had to choose, oh, it's so it's so difficult. Um, and I like I love Vraska. 
I like Miri a lot. Oh, That's yeah. That's a great character from early on. Um, I love Glenelendra. Yeah, great one. Obviously. Like, she's she's right up my alley. You like Dragonlord uh, Ojutai. That's true. Another dragon. I really love Dragonlord Ojutai. Um, yeah, they weren't all ladies. I don't think Ojutai, I think Ojutai was a gentleman dragon. Are you sure? Yeah. I feel like for some reason I'm remembering that they're all women. No, because Silimgar. Oh, Silimgar wasn't. You're right. Yeah. Maybe it was only in the other timeline. They were all. They were all lady dragons. Why am I thinking this? I don't know. There's some reason I'm thinking this. I'm sure you all know it. But there were. I mean, like, Atarka definitely was. Cold Dragon God. Lord Silumgar. Silumgar. That's how he talks. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, man. It's so great to... It's this. I'm having a little nice, like, trip down memory lane. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, great question. Uh, like, Elspeth is just, like, such... such Iconic. An, and, like, obviously, Planeswalkers are easy to remember. But, like, yeah. I love Nahiri. Um, I am unabashed that Nahiri is like one of my favorite characters um, in magic. Uh, so if I had to pick, I would probably pick, I'm going to pick Dragonlord Tarka. Great. Great. I love it. I love I it. I love it. Um, Narset, Alesha. Uh, Blade cover scout. <laughs> Maria's picking Blade <laughs> cover scout. Nahiri. Elspeth probably. Yeah. I don't know. It's so hard. I really like... Um, you could put Stoneforge Mystic on this list. Oh, yeah. Stoneforge is pretty great. Um, yeah. All right. Hold on. Um, I just want to. I don't know oh. if there's any way to yeah. find out. Okay. But anyways, I feel good about what we've. I feel good about what we've picked. Yeah, we've got some good options. Yeah. I like Glade Cover in there just as like a rando. <laughs> oh, great. Oh, all right. Uh, Greg asks which planeswalker would you vote for president oh great question um okay hmm. my troll answer is ashiok <laughs> i feel like they would they would just descend the world into anarchy yeah it would just go into madness <laughs> it would just into be like pure a madness steep dive who uh -oh. is actually ajani yeah ajani seems reliable and would make good decisions yeah for the good of the people i feel like elspeth seems like a real leader elspeth yeah no i'm going to Definitely Elspeth. Yeah, like Elspeth just seems like she would she would be like she has like her priorities like she would want to She's do better for people. Straight. Exactly. I was thinking of her still She'd as dead. I gotta champion. remember. She back. She back. I mean she led herself out of Hades. Exactly. And she like inspired a lot of people along the way. I All think right. it's Elspeth. Elspeth for president. She's a real winner. We're behind Elspeth, everybody. Make the campaign's poster please. Yeah. Um, Unskin asks Catacomb Slug, as a player, do you keep all your cards you collect, even if you have 20 of a common, just in case they become valuable? Absolutely no. not. No way. Third, I would be drowning in cards. Yes. One, I would have too many mm -hmm. to like even keep coherent track of. Yeah. Two, it's just also not like my lifestyle. I don't like to have a lot of things. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I don't keep much of anything. I just wouldn't, I just have no room for it. And also it's time consuming. If, yeah. if you have the time to be able to do this, then like exactly. go for it. And for some people, it's like a big part of the game. Like they love the collection aspect yeah. of it. Mm -hmm. In which case, like awesome. Like totally go for it. Yeah, for sure. Um, And then A. I really like oh, that this person numbers. is all in on catacombs. <laughs> yeah. They're like, this is it. This is the one. Uh, that's great. Uh, then someone with a lot of numbers in their name asks, if you if you had to only eat potatoes cooked, prepared one way for the rest of your life, what would it be? Oh, great Maria, question. this is for you because you are the biggest potato fan I know. I love all potatoes in every form except yes. salad. But um, how could I possibly choose? Yeah. I think I have to choose French fries just because yeah. that's the one that I eat the most. They're just like so... It's there's, easy. Yeah. And they're such a staple. They're readily available. It's mm -hmm. like, not like I can get, and also I would feel very socially strange. <laughs> eating mashed eating potatoes. Eating mashed potatoes. <laughs> You're like out at the bar eating <laughs> mashed potatoes. Hey, can I have a Cosmo and an order of mashed garlic mashed potatoes? <laughs> get out. You're not allowed here ever again. <laughs> you, you, I'm sorry. You have to leave the restaurant. <laughs> and I'm like, fair. That is fair. Yeah. I will go of my own accord. I think I would probably. Gosh, I really love salt and vinegar chips, though. Like, oh, I yeah, love you potato chip. You got to put potato chip in the mix. So I think I would probably choose potato chips. That is like, fair. I love fries, but I think 
I would yeah. more miss the absence of salt and vinegar chips in my life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm there me. with you. Yeah. Great questions. Thank everybody. you for these questions, everyone. <laughs> Real nice. Hey everybody, it's time to say thank you to our other great sponsor of the podcast, and that is Ultra Pro. That is right. Ultra Pro's got a bunch of great merchandise for your hobby of Magic the Gathering. Something cool that they've just released. Now, if you're a fan of the Theros enchantment looking lands, the yeah. full art lands, they now have products from all of the lands with all the lands on them. Ooh, like I could get sleeves with the sleeves. lands on them? Deck boxes, what? play mats. What? So if you love the gorgeous art on the new island, my personal favorite is the new swamp. Yeah, the Nyx lands. The Nyx lands. Uh, every time I look at them, there they're just go. so good. I love the forest one a lot. The forest is really pretty. Uh, so if you love that art, celebrate it. Yeah. Get out there and celebrate it by getting yourself some sweet Ultra Pro gear with that on it. I love that they pay so much respect to the yeah. land art because remember they released versions of all of this stuff yeah. with when they when we had our last full art of land yeah. printing. Um, they have like deck boxes of deck those. Boxes. Yeah. And oh yeah, notebooks too. You can get oh, notebooks with the Nyx lands on them. They're so good. Keep track of your life totals in style. Yeah. Honestly, Notebooks for like keeping track of my life total has been one of my favorite things that I added to yeah. my magic repertoire over the last couple of years because um, it's so nice to just have like a place you know you're going to write it down. I'm going to write it down do, and do, I have do, it for do, history do. too. So like I'll write notes about what happened in games and stuff and I'll look back and I'll remember what those games were. Yeah. Which is kind of cool. Nice. It's the end of our show. Whoa. Wow, thanks what for coming a, on a ride, everybody. What a day we all had together. If our podcast was one ride in a theme park, what would it be? Ooh, uh, I uh, like a, the, the power tower. <laughs> we lift you up and we drop, drop you right down. down. <laughs> and we leave you for another week. Yep. But here's the good news. We've got two podcasts. That's right. We have this and the, the upkeep. upkeep. And you can support them both during this Patreon pledge drive month by becoming a patron. Yeah. Um, consider leaving us a voicemail. We really do love getting them. It's so much fun for us. Yeah. Um, 612-DORP-601. And if you um, don't like want to call, but you want to re- record a voice memo, you could do that too. Yeah. And email glhfmagic at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so two methods of getting in touch with us. We're going to play more voicemails next yeah. episode. Be a friend of the Dorpcast. Remember, if your name is Ryan, you, you are on you notice. You've been called out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so Ryan's good. on notice. Ryan's on notice. Uh, Patreon.com slash GLHF Magic is the link to go to mm-hmm. to become a supporter and get that sweet pin in our awesome Patreon Pledge Drive month. We're looking to get up to 600 patrons. Um, hopefully by next episode. Yeah. I definitely think it's doable. Um, thank yeah. you again to our wonderful sponsors, Card Kingdom and Ultra Pro. Really wonderful places to help support your magic hobby. So thank you so much for hanging out with us as you do every single week. Yeah. Um, go and have some real weird fun in standard. Yeah, everybody. go play some tier fun decks. If you've yeah. got a pet one you want us to know about, once again, tweet at us. We're at GLHF Magic. We're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. Our mm-hmm. website is goodluckhigh5.com. Our board game YouTube channel is youtube.com slash GLHF Board Games. Yeah. We're just everywhere. We really are. We're, We're everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Ha, 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 ha.